Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, to Tiny Talks Pirke Avos, the Shir, where we talk a Mishnah of Pirke Avos per day, with sage commentary and practical advice to say we are here in Parak Aleph, Mishnah Dala, Chapter 1 and Paragraph 4, in Season 6, with the Mishnah elucidated, the phrase-by-phrase, simplified translation with that basic commentary, in the book, Family Edition of Seder Nezik and Maseches Avos, here from Art School. You're welcome to follow along if you want to find that safer, which came out recently. Recently, a beautiful, wonderful safer, a wonderful way to go through the Mishnah and to be able to be involved in this Mishnah. A new impression came out very recently this year, although it came out a couple of years ago. A wonderful way to go through Perkeavos. So let's see what happens in this Mishnah. Yosi ben Yoazer ish Yosi ben Yochanan ish Yerushalayim kiblu mehem. Yosi ben Yoazer and Yosi ben Yochanan were men, the man of Yerushalayim and the man of Sreda received it from them. Let's read the words first and then the commentary. Yosi ben Yoazer ish Sreda all men. Yehi beistcha beist va'ad lachachamim Ve'hevi mis'abek ba'afar agleihem Ve'hevi shoseh batzama estiv rehem So Yossi ben Yoazah, the leader of Sredam Yossi ben Yochanan, the leader of Jerusalem Yerushalayim received the tradition from them From whom? The notes point out Yossi ben Yoazah and Yossi ben Yochanan Studied under Shimon at Sadiq And after he passed away They completed their studies under Antignos Thus they received the Torah from both of them as Tosos Yamdu points out, starting with these two Yossis and continuing for several generations, the leadership of the nation was shared by two sages known as Zugos, pairs. The first sage listed in each pair was the Nasi, the president of the Sanhedrin, the great rabbinical court, and the second was the Av Bezdin, the head of the Sanhedrin, also of the great rabbinical court, which had 70 or so members, as Rav points out. The Av Bezdin ranked below the Nasi, who was the greater sage and the actual leader of the Sanhedrin, as Rambam and Helcho Sanhedrin points out. So Yossi ben Yosef, the leader of Sarita, says, Your house should be a meeting place for the sages. What does that mean? Open your house to Torah scholars as a place for them to meet and study. Do this on a regular basis so that when the sages are considering where to hold their meetings, they will naturally choose your house. The benefit of being in the company of wise men is that even though you may not fully understand the Torah discussions, you will certainly absorb from them some degree of wisdom and good character. You will be like someone who enters a perfume shop. Even if he does not buy anything, some of the fragrance clings to him, as Rob points out. Lahabda, 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 oftentimes when I walk into 7-Eleven, and I'm getting there for a coffee for my wife, or getting a food or item for ourselves, and I walk out when I come home, my wife always says, you smell like the coffee, lahabda, lahabda. So if you could have people in your life, a Beit Va'ad Lachachamim in your life, if you could have the Torah in your life, in your house, you could have some of that fragrance, lahavda, like coffee clings to a person, so too on Allah Chazkama the Torah should cling to a person. Have it in your house, and sit before them, become dusty with the dust of their feet. This is a reference to becoming a student of Torah scholars in the times of the mission of the teacher would sit on a chair, the students would sit on the ground at his feet, as Rav explains in the second explanation, and drink their words with thirst. When it comes to acquiring Torah knowledge, be like a thirsty man who drinks as much water as he can, not like a well-fed man who is too full to try even the most delicious food, as Rav points out. A person who truly thirsts for knowledge will be delighted with the simplest Torah thoughts, while a person who is not interested in wisdom finds little pleasure in even the most brilliant explanations as Rabbeinu Yonah points out. 
So what we could glean from this Mishnah is that we should do what we can to have our house be a place for Torah, our house be a place for Shi'urim, our house be a place for Chesed. What can you do for your house to be a Chesed house, for your house to be a Torah house, if they're considering where to do a Shidduch meeting, they're considering where to do a, a get-together, a get-to-know-you, a little Shala Shudas, they're considering have a Torah lecture somewhere in the community, offer your house, offer your backyard, offer your abilities in your house. You know, we have the free lending library in our house. Our house is a place where people could come and they could borrow books, free Jewish novels for adults and kids alike. Someone actually came last night, took out a couple of books. They take it for as long as they need. Usually we give them about three weeks or so, like a real library, and their shabbos, their yom of their week can be uplifted by reading Jewish material. Oftentimes we try to have different things in our house. Our house, we try to cook for people. We try to make it a chesed, where we cook for others, especially if they don't have dinner or they need dinner, lahavda, they lost someone, or baruch Hashem, mazutov, they had a baby or something of the like. Oftentimes we try to do things in our backyard, having a ability of a camp we did in between school and camp, in between camp and school, we ran a camp. We used our house to do so. Even though we charged for it, it was something that was needed by families in the community, and we did so. We're hoping to do a baking class in our house as well, something that we could use our house to teach kids how to learn how to bake. There's so many ways, so many aspects, so many abilities. What can we do with our house to be a va'ad, la Torah, to do something for Torah, podcasting from my house, trying to talk about different things to do for Torah. Baruch Hashem, we need to figure out what we could do. If Hashem blesses you with the house, blesses you with an apartment. What do you use the house for? For mundane, materialistic, gashmius matters of just eating and hosting people just to eat? Or do you host people for meals and you have people over and you cook for people, you give out to people? What can you do that your house can be a va'ad lachachamim and not just for Torah lectures but for Torah matters in general? Do what you can to have the perfume of the Torah elevate your house, permeate your house so that you can have Torah all over your house, all over your family, all over the community out and about in the world starting with your house what you can do in your house what you can allow in your house to have things happening that the dust of the Torah the dust and the smells and the beginning of the drinking of the words with thirst of the Torah your house can be a meeting place mamash for Torah itself every single day join us next time as we talk about having your house open for guests and open for other people for travelers especially who come to your town here on the TTPA and I'm your host, Tani.